the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Bullington Capital Report, hosted by Bill Bullington. For the next hour, you'll receive information on current market conditions and trends that could affect your financial future. If you have a question, you can participate in today's program by calling 216-901-0945. That's 216-901-0WHK. You can also reach Bill by going to his website, BullingtonCapital.com. And now, here's Bill Bullington. Well, thanks for that. As if it doesn't come on every week. <laughs> hey, anyway, if you want to call in 216-901-0945, 216-901-0945. And I did want to start talking today about the upcoming workshop. This is a seminar for Saturday morning, uh, and it is, I have to check the date, July 14th. So a little over a month. And we're go- what we're going to be looking at are a couple of different things that have come to my attention Lately, actually, I've been doing a lot of this for a long time. But anyway, they're tax-advantaged portfolios. Um, so I was contacted by a representative from Russell Investments. The Russell, you might recognize the indexing company, the Russell 1000, 3000. They have an advisory, sub-advisory firm that works with people like myself. And he had some really interesting data on some really tax-efficient portfolios which I think is uh, really interesting. Most of the tax-managed funds that are out there have uh, not done nearly as well as uh, the models that they've put together. And there's a reason for that. One of the biggest reasons is size. It takes an incredible amount of size to be able to take advantage of all the the things that you can do to try to avoid or reduce taxes. Uh, Now remember, it's, it's legal to try to avoid taxes. It's not legal to evade taxes. <laughs> so if your taxes are due, you should probably pay them. Um, just saying. So, But there are things that you can still do uh, that can reduce your taxes. And taking a look at that, especially in a taxable account, can be pretty significant. Now, if you get a uh, uh, after-tax return, let's say it's only 6%. But only a half a percent of that was taxable. How cool is that? Yeah, that is awesome. So anyway, or can be, and uh, we're going to be talking about that a little bit. I'm going to show you a couple of the uh, the models that uh, they have put together uh, that they manage and how they can take advantage of their size. It would take an enormously massive firm, by the way, to do a lot of the things that they're doing. And that's one of the uh, advantages of dealing with a bigger firm, they can do some of those things, uh, like trading stocks between funds instead of selling them. If one portfolio manager, you know, oftentimes a, a value, quote-unquote value stock, will start to go up in price and will end up making it into 
a growth-oriented portfolio, the value managers typically let go of those stocks, and oftentimes the growth managers will pick them up. So if you have both of those types of managers and you're managing hundreds of billions and actually trillions of dollars, and instead of selling it, you can swap it. The, uh, that's pretty neat. The, uh, but if you're not managing hundreds of billions of dollars and you want to sell that stock, you're going to pay the capital gains tax on it. So uh, that's just one of the things, the, one of the potential things that could happen. And do, it does happen uh, inside a big portfolio like that. So and there are some other techniques that they like to use. So we'll talk a little bit about that. I think it's very interesting to be able to talk about. We're also going to be talking about these investment-only annuities. And this is something that, uh, you know, when a lot of people hear the word annuity, they like to cover their ears and start running. And for good reason, because there are a lot of unbelievably expensive annuity products out there. However, you know, it's like any other thing in life, there are different types of vehicles. Some are pretty good. Some are not so good. You know, some companies are really expensive, some not so expensive. And we're going to be talking about the least expensive, the least expensive annuity in the entire annuity marketplace. It costs less than the others. Uh, and I think it's a, a great idea. There are over 300 mutual funds inside of this uh, and uh, we'll talk a lot about how that works and how that can help you hang on to a lot more of the money that you're getting, particularly for people who are nearing the age where you have to start taking money out of your IRAs, get to that required minimum distribution. This can be a really effective planning tool, really effective. It's the least cost, and I, this, is a, this is really an exciting thing to have. It's been around for a few years. I've got people that have been in it. Uh, we do manage it with an active uh, style of management. And uh, this one, unlike a lot of the products that are being touted as no-load, it is a true no-load, meaning that you don't have to pay to buy it. You don't have to pay to take your money out. There's no penalty. There's no sale, literally no sales charge. Now, um, comparing that to people say there's no sales charge, but they have this de- contingent deferred sales charge, CDSC is the industry term for that contingent deferred sales charge. So if you take money out of it before a certain time period, you get penalized. Well, this doesn't have that. It doesn't have that. It's truly no load. So you might want to come and learn about that because it's, you know, the company just got acquired by nationwide because they were doing so well. Nationwide saw the benefit of that and bought the company and nationwide's got a lot of money. So they put a lot of money into the development of the platform uh, and I think it's it's just a really good uh, good tool. And inside of the available options, the list of options are Fidelity, Vanguard, T. Rowe Price. Uh, I mean, you name it. There are over 300 funds. And when you swap funds within that investment-only annuity, there's no 1099. There's no 1099 until you start to take money out. So. As a planning tool, I think this one really offers a lot of benefit, potential benefit, and something you might want to take a look at, something you may want to learn more about. Oh, last thing about that. The funds that are inside of this product are institutional funds, which means that their expense ratios are lower than the expense ratios on the same funds that an individual investor can buy if you went there directly to the company yourself. The funds inside here are lower than the funds that you would... uh, buy if you were buying them directly. Same funds, same managers. So that's pretty interesting. 
So feel free to go to my website to learn more about that. BullingtonCapital.com is the website. Uh, if you wanted to talk to us uh, about your situation, you can always go there and fill out a contact us form. Uh, I think that's an, probably one of the easier ways to get in touch with us or actually just call us. And uh, the number is all over the website. And if you don't have Internet access, it's 330-664-0700, 330-664-0700. And now enough of the commercials. <laughs> we'll get into talking about a lot of stuff. I got to tell you, I am so pumped for the future. I am so excited. It's unbelievable all the stuff that I see happening. I read a lot. Okay. I keep up with a lot of stuff. And, uh-oh, hear that music? That's somebody trying to call me. <laughs> Sorry about that. I got to turn my cell phone off. That is hilarious. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> is this the most unprofessional show on radio? <laughs> oh, well. I even lost my uh, train of thought there. Anyway, I'm, I'm reading a lot of stuff, and the positive things that are happening in the United States, it's unbelievable. I feel like we're back in 1982. 1982, there was an awful lot of good stuff happening in the economy. There, was a lot of, there were a lot of great things. And it led to some massive gains in, in stock prices. You know, they were a lot more undervalued. That, that's one of the bigger differences. I don't think you'll have massive gains like we saw back then. But I think the gains will be very positive. Uh, I think it, it's starting to spread out a little bit now. Your mid and small cap starting to pick up. International emerging markets starting to catch up to the S&P 500. That's a, that's a big deal. I think it's a good thing. The uh, um, certain areas of the market probably poised to, to do a little bit better than others. What might one of those be? And we've been talking about this for a while. It's a semiconductor industry, the entire industry. It's not going to be one or two companies that dominate that. It's going to benefit them all. And in fact, some of the companies that probably stand to benefit uh, a little more than others have already run up in price fairly significantly. So I don't know that I'd want to be investing in those. I think you'd have it's a better idea to kind of spread that out. And we're going to talk about that a little bit more at the workshop too. I'm going to show you what I mean about that. And I've got some really nice slides uh, to kind of illustrate the point. But the main point is the way that we live is changing. It's in the process. It's in the early stages of the change, but it is absolutely changing. Yeah, you're, we're going to become even more connected than we are today. And it's going to be simpler. It's going to be a lot simpler. What does that mean? Well, that means jobs, quite frankly, because it takes a ton of people to produce all this equipment that we're going to be using. And incidentally, the equipment, you're already using it today. It's just that the new version, when you get your new car, when you get your new uh, homes in the future, when you get your new cell phones, when you get your new computers, your laptops, your tablets, they're going to have a lot of this equipment in it. The new equipment's going to be in there. And, uh, and I'm talking about the transition over to next generation. Right now they're calling it 5G. The name will probably change at some point in time. Yeah, but essentially it's, we're going to be able to uh, communicate a lot faster, a lot easier, a lot more common. You'll, just, you'll talk. You'll literally talk. Now, I don't know if you know this or not, but Google's got this phone 
that you can buy directly from Google. And you have unlimited talk and text. Unlimited talk and text in 132 countries. It might be more than that right now. 132 countries. That's unbelievable. Unlimited talk and text. If you want to take pictures and send them over the text and you don't want to pay for it, you don't have to buy any of those high-priced subscription packages when you go traveling. You just bring your Google phone. And uh, you know what the cost is per month? 20 bucks. 20 bucks. Are you kidding me? The, uh, and you can add other people on for $10 a line. That's amazing. Now, you don't get a ton of data with that. So what you're going to want to do if you're using your phone, turn the data off until you're in range of a Wi-Fi. When you're within range of Wi-Fi, which is all over the place, by the way. Every airport's got them. Most of your hotels have them. Most restaurants have it now. So you turn your Wi-Fi back on, and now you can access the the, uh, Internet at speeds that are unbelievable. So that's really going to reduce the cost dramatically. You should see the camera on that phone. It is mind-boggling what you can do with that. I sound like a commercial for these. I don't even have one. The uh, my um, the guy that does all my trading and compliance, he's got one. And it's funny. We'll go to lunch, and I, he was he was holding it, or actually he put his phone down. And uh, I'm looking at the phone, and I see that the phone is putting text up on the screen. It's telling him which song is playing that I can barely hear. By the way. In the restaurant, the phone is listening and telling us which song is playing. I don't know why they anybody thought that that was important, <laughs> but uh, that's what I mean about talking. You'll be able to talk to your phones, and uh, you're not going to have to dial. You're not going to have to link up. You're not going to have to type with your thumbs. Uh, it's a uh, it's cool. It's really cool. The the self driving cars they're coming. There's no doubt self-driving cars are coming. Are they going to have accidents? Yeah, but you know what? 33,000 people were killed by real drivers last year. (laughs) And incidentally, that number is very low. Well, I remember back when I was in college, it's back in the uh, mid-1980s, the uh, early to mid-1980s, just so you know, the uh, uh, number of traffic deaths each year was over 50,000. Over 50,000. So here we are. All these years later, the population has grown significantly and the number of deaths by accident from auto accidents has dropped by about 40%. Think about that for a second. Dropped by about 40%. But they're still around 33,000. So the driverless cars, uh, I got to tell you, there there are so many things that are going to happen with that, that that unlocks. Remember, every action has an opposite and equal reaction. Well, that was, I forget who said that. <laughs> I think it was uh, uh, Newton, Isaac Newton. Anyway, i got to take a real quick phone call, and I'm going to go right to the phone with John. John. Good something? morning, Bill. In fact, the same question was asked to Warren Buff and Bill Gates, and mm-hmm. they were sitting around the other day in the Fox, and he said, oh, we'll survive, Geico. That's what he was saying. These things have, the rules will never catch up with the technology. It's going to take time. As long as you don't go to the, at least you should go to the railway station and don't say goodbye to the caboose. It'll be too late. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Indian English. Uh, all that I know is, with all these uncertainties about the worst thing in capitalism, the enemy is the uncertainty. Why are we shooting from the hip and creating uncertainty? I don't understand. 
This is probably the most mature capitalism in the world. Even in the oldest days, horse and buggy days, when you wake up in the morning, capitalism has already helped people who didn't even know capitalism existed. I don't know why in the world we are doing this kind of thing, shooting from hip, I don't understand. I'm not talking about just the tariff from Canada uh, as such, but on the whole, I don't know why. Maybe why the West, this place is not too big enough for two intellectual people or something? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you can see the headlines every day. I, I laugh at my age. Yeah. I can't believe this thing going on. Yep. I mean, the legal system is one thing. They could have done this 50 years ago. Every law should have a sunset rule every 10 years, or maybe five. Maybe ten, five is too short. All the variables. Even today, the high tech, we still have something floating around the airport to see which way the wind is blowing, right? Right, yep. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. I got too many metaphors. <laughs> I, I tell you, keep up the good work and uh, okay. hang in there. But, uh, yep. Thanks for calling. I appreciate it. Bye-bye. If you'd like to call us, 216-901-0945, 216-901-0945, and uh, the shooting from the hip. I think, uh, oh, Trump has really made that popular. The uh, So I don't know how many other people will actually follow in those footsteps, and uh, it it is pretty funny. But, uh, you know, the structure of the economy, the structure of the government, is really what allows that to happen and doesn't do a whole lot of damage. Uh, so it's pretty interesting. And, you know, I, I'm constantly going back and reminding myself that the founding fathers of this country, they may not have had cell phones or jet planes, but they had hundreds of years of experience with oppression. They knew what that was. They knew what it was to serve a king, and they did not want that. So they were incredibly smart. They didn't, and, and if they had the technology that we have today, I'm sure they'd be doing great things with it. I know they would because they did great things without it. And they really set up an infrastructure that's really benefited all of us here. And we've all got to be thankful for that every day. We'll talk a, lot, a little bit more about all this stuff when we come back from these commercial messages. Listen to Bill Bullington right here on 1420 The Answer. Stay tuned. Darren College, a former NFL Super Bowl champion, signed the most important contract of his life to serve in the Army National Guard. The National Guard for me was a perfect fit. I've had a lot of military in my family. It's a big part of what uh, my family's done for a long time. I'm, I want to go out there and make a difference. I want to be a part of something bigger than myself. I didn't find that in the normal day-to-day life. I didn't find that working behind a desk. I realized being hands-on and being a soldier was something that would keep me active, keep me outside, keep me in the, that team environment that I craved and that I needed so much. And then the opportunity to serve my community and serve my country was just icing on the cake. I wanted to be in Boise, Idaho. I wanted to be home. The National Guard gave me the opportunity to stay right where I was, serve my country and my community, and it was the best of both worlds. I grew up flying bush planes in Alaska with my dad. I was fortunate enough to get my pilot's license. I wanted to be in helicopters. I wanted to be a crew chief. The Army National Guard gave me a chance to fly helicopters now instead of fixed-wing aircraft. To learn how to be part of the Army National Guard, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Ohio Army National Guard. Aired by the Ohio Association of Broadcasters and this station. 
I'm Hugh Hewitt. This week in the Town Hall Review, brought to you in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy and ADF, the Alliance Defending Freedom. The midterms are heating up. Will the dreams of mainstream media for a Republican disaster come to pass? Uh, I don't think anybody really has a good grasp on what's going to happen in November. Not willing to let their classmates' deaths be forgotten, Parkland students stage their, quote, die in it. Public. Publics gets hurt much worse by gun owners than anti-gun activists. The border children tragedy is real. It is unclear exactly who is to blame. They were placed with a vetted sponsor, so if they're lost, they're lost from that sponsor, not lost from us. And the NFL's new policy on the national anthem appears to be, well, less than acceptable. With these guys that are standing in the locker room, you're basically putting a scarlet letter on them. Join us for our program. Visit our website at townhallreview.com. Saturday at 5 a.m. and Sunday at 4 p.m. on AM 1420, The Answer. From an idea that started in 1967, Our Lady of the Wayside has grown to serve almost 900 children and adults with developmental disabilities throughout Northeast Ohio. It's an operation that is still growing thanks to tremendous support and generous donations like the Wayside's Car Donation Program. You can donate your ride to the Wayside for a great tax write-off by calling 1-800-368-6262. The Wayside is also looking for people to join their team. They hire for attitude and train for skills. Visit thewayside.org to apply today. Do you have one of those bathrooms that are old, outdated, or impossible to keep clean? Well, there's a new revolutionary product that transforms most baths in about two days. And it isn't a one-size-fits-all system either or a Band-Aid over the top of your old bath. Joyce Factory Direct specializes in bath makeovers where they completely remove your old, dreary shower tub and replace it with a new custom-fit solution. The result is a brand-new, sophisticated, and stylish bathroom at a great price. Joyce Factory Direct's bath makeovers system uses 100% non-porous acrylic, which means it'll stay beautiful for years to come because mold or mildew cannot accumulate. Their experts will help you with designing and choosing between different showers or tubs which are available in dozens of colors and styles, including faux marble, granite, and tile. And like all Joyce Factory Direct products, it's built and guaranteed to last. Call now to schedule your free bath makeover appointment, 440-243-5700, or visit JoyceFactoryDirect.com. About to give up because I heard you say there's gonna be brighter days. There's gonna be brighter days. I won't stop, I'll keep my head up. No, I'm not here to stay. There's gonna be brighter days. There's gonna be brighter days. I just might bend, but I won't And we're back. You're listening to Bill Bullington right here on 1420 The Answer. Feel free to give us a call 216 901 0945. 216 901 0945. And we were just talking about the tax avoidance workshop coming up. You can go to my website, bullingtoncapital.com, to sign up for that. The, uh, I'm going to take a look at a couple different ways you might be able to reduce your taxes going forward. The, uh, I think that's always a, a pretty good thing, especially if it ends up helping your investment returns. That would be pretty awesome. Uh, so, again, you go to bullingtoncapital.com to sign up for that. Uh, or you can just call us, 330-664-0700. And I would be, I'd pay attention. I uh, hired a couple of interns and we are, in fact, I'm going to have them on my radio show before the summer's over. Uh, we're going to be working on trying to get together a couple of videos uh, to put up on a website, some little explanatory videos, just some basic knowledge, just try to help out as much as we possibly can. And uh, I am just, hang on one second, just looking at something, 297, um Okay, I was just doing a calculation in my head. Sorry about that. 
Feel free to give us a call, 216-901-0945. You know, I was the, um, talking about how things are changing in the economy. And things are changing at a relatively rapid pace. Um, now, when I say relatively rapid, I mean change, big change, normally occurs very slowly. Big change occurs slowly. I think the ATM machine was actually introduced to the public in 1967. And it was mid-1980s before I first saw one. I didn't know what it was, and hardly anybody had one. And I remember not trusting it to put my <laughs> to, to put my card into the uh, machine to try to get money out of it. I just thought, what? The, uh, I don't know about that. And, uh, that's kind of funny now. And that's where we are today with so many technologies. There are lots of them that are coming out at the same time. And collectively, when you add this all together... It, you know, it forebodes a, a pretty big change in GDP and growth rates. You know? And one of the things I think is really interesting is the amount of money that is tied up into the hands of people who are, say, let's just say above the age of 70. And it's safe to say that the vast majority of the wealth in this country is held by people who are over the age of 70. And think about it. Warren Buffett? Yeah, Yeah. the vast majority of people. Now, you get the Jeff Bezos of the world who's just in his mid-50s, and you got uh, Bill Gates in there who's in his 60s. I think he's in his 60s. Yeah, anyway. But the vast majority of people are definitely uh, above the age of 70. That that They carry a huge chunk of the net worth in the country. And one of the problems many of them have, especially the ones that aren't super rich, is getting out of the house. Getting out of the house just to go to the grocery store or go to see a movie you know, or go to a restaurant. Now, think about this. When they've got driverless cars or at least driver-assisted cars where they can do some of the driving, but the car does most of the driving, which is how I would feel safer. And I know this is a scary concept. Eventually, it's gonna, everybody's going to accept it. It's a scary concept now, but eventually everybody will accept it. And when they do, the amount of pent-up demand... The number of times that somebody who has trouble driving, and it's not just the uh, elderly people or older people, uh, it's people who have handicaps. Now, I'm just thinking, I slept on my shoulder the wrong way. When I was in college, I tore my rotator cuff, broke my collarbone, and separated my shoulder at the same time. That's what you get when you play football in Division One. <laughs> but the uh, So I slept on it the wrong way the other day, and this thing has been killing me for a week. Yeah, and I can't imagine, you know, 20 years from now, I don't know that I'll be able to lift that arm that easily if it's hurting this much now. And so driving is going to become significantly more difficult. And I'll, although just because I can't drive doesn't mean I'm not going to want to go somewhere. And uh, I think with the self-driving cars or driver-assisted cars, that, that's going to be a reality. It's absolutely going to be a reality. So an awful lot of money is not being spent by people who are not capable of driving or really just don't like to drive. I have parents who have macular degeneration. They're not that fond of it. So they're not doing as much as they probably could or would if they had perfect eyesight. So, and when you think about the money that is not being, and by the way, um, I think, 
I forgot what the actual percentage is, but a large percentage of the net worth in this country is held by people who are older. So when you free them up to do things, GDP starts to grow. It, it, it grows fairly significantly. And that's something that I don't hear anybody talking about. You know, I hear them talking about how old the population's getting and we don't have enough people working. Well, let me tell you something. Cut the income tax on the young people who are struggling anyway. Just put a, a 7 or 8% national sales tax. That's not big enough to deter anybody from, from buying groceries. And voila, problem solved. <laughs> Incidentally, you know, uh, Putin did that in Russia a long time ago and really got that country in pretty good shape fiscally. Uh, it's unfortunate that they don't have other venues, other drivers for their economy. It's a lot of the land there is actually vacant and populations concentrated in less than 30% of the land and they have a small population and most of it's dependent on oil. Those are all big problems, by the way. But he did them a, a, a big favor by simplifying their tax code and going to a flat tax. And, you know, and I, quite frankly, it's a little embarrassing to know that Russia is more advanced on their tax issues than we are. <laughs> that's embarrassing. But uh, anyway, and I, that it's not like that's going to change anytime soon. I wouldn't count on that. But the big changes, uh, the self-driving cars, that also, incidentally, is connected to the 5G. You're probably sick and tired of hearing me talk about because they're going to be using those uh, that technology to be able to, to do the driving. That technology has an unbelievable amount of applications for it. Literally, it's, it's just as significant as going to CDMA. See, the CDMA, Code Division Multiple Access, it's the software platform that our cell phone system runs on today. It's why you can text, why you can send pictures and videos. Before that, if we stuck with the old technology... We wouldn't be able to do any of that. Now, I know a lot of really older people say, well, I don't need that anyway. Well, that's because they don't use it. And the younger people are using it like crazy. They love it. They're going to be able to do more of it. It's going to be faster. They're not going to time out as much. It's going to do an awful lot for your houses. You know, you have to see these advertisements for the interior uh, security system or an, an exterior where they've got cameras and you can talk through your phone and talk to people in your house. Um, well, that stuff's kind of expensive. It's not nearly as, it's not that expensive anymore, by the way. The cost has come down dramatically and it's going to continue to drop down and it's going to continue to get better. It's going to get so good that everybody's going to use it and wonder why anybody ever complained about it. That's what's going to happen. That's actually what's happening right now. So that is really cool. Now, uh, where's the uh, some of the downside of this? Well, some of the downside would be for uh, a lot of retailers, a lot of online retailers. A lot of the uh, I could see a development. Now, this is looking at really long, but the development of you know UPS and FedEx getting so good because the internet is so good that manufacturers go direct to the public instead of selling through an online provider. Think about that for a second. You want to make a product and sell it? You just put up a website, do a Google AdWords campaign, and ship right from FedEx or UPS, 
and cut out the 25% or so, sometimes more like 40 or 50% that Amazon's going to take. Think about that for a second. Everybody that's uh, afraid of Amazon, Amazon's a very good company today with the existing technology. You know what? Sears was a great company with the existing technology of their day. And that will change. That's one of the reasons I'm not a huge fan of buying stuff and holding it. Just buying it, say, one one decision stocks. You want to Google something and find out why I'm saying this? Google the Nifty 50. They were called the one decision stocks back in the 1970s. These were 50 stocks that all you had to do was buy and hold them and you would be rich forever. Didn't work out that way. (laughs) uh, Incidentally, if you want to take advantage of this from an investment standpoint, if you want to take advantage of this from an investment standpoint, these changes, they're going to benefit all stocks. They will literally benefit all stocks. Because the more money that gets spent, the bigger the economy grows, and uh, the more jobs are created, the more people have to reinvest. Uh, I wouldn't do it blindly. I wouldn't just go into the stock market blindly. That'd be, uh, that could be really dangerous. But I think you will be uh, very happy with the results of having a, a balanced portfolio. And um, by the way, I've got to go to the phones right now. The number here is 216-901-0945 if you want to call in. 216-901-0945. And I'm going back to the phone. And John, you have a question? Yeah, Bill. Hey. A um, couple of weeks ago, you were talking about how you thought Google was going to take over the function of, as I understand it, the function of uh, AT&T and uh, maybe some other Verizon or some other well, they're, they're competing with them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and do you think they're, they're going to do better than they're doing now? In other words, what I'm getting at is you think uh, the telephone's a bad investment right right, right now? Um, I wouldn't want to be in at and shoes. I wouldn't want to be in Verizon's shoes. Uh, I wouldn't want to be competing in this marketplace because it is, you know, your competition is brutal. This would be like you know, taking uh, the Cleveland Browns up against the best team in football right now, and and you know betting on the Browns, and and occasionally the Browns will win. You know, if they play ten times, the Browns are probably going to win at least once, maybe. <laughs> Who wouldn't know it by last year? Yeah. Right, exactly. But the um, I would not want to be competing against these guys. The uh, the the technology well, I... is all changing. The infrastructure is changing so fast, and to to put up the new infrastructure is so much cheaper than that stuff that they're replacing. And that's that's one of the problems that AT and T and Verizon have. They have a they have huge investments in all that old infrastructure that all has to be updated and changed, and uh, and they still have to try to maintain the old infrastructure. And I just think yeah. that, uh, you know, technology is, uh, it's a tough, uh, that's a tough business to be in. Yeah. And when you say infrastructure, you're referring to what? Cell phone towers, fiber optic lines, the regular uh, copper lines. There's still an awful lot of telephone business that goes over copper at some point. Yeah. You know? So all that stuff is really expensive to maintain. 
and the profit margins stink, quite frankly. They stink. So why would you want to be saddled with all that if you if you could do it without it? And that's basically what Google is doing. They see the opportunity. They don't have all that that old equipment and all those people, by the way, who are are hired to maintain those lines that break down a lot every time you have a storm. The uh, and uh, you know their expenses are just astronomical. Google's last quarter for the prop was thirty percent after all their taxes. Thirty <laughs> percent was Google's profit after taxes. You know how long it's been since AT and T's had a thirty percent after tax profit margin? Probably since the late eighteen hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, now Google's approaching it from the internet, right? I mean, no, they, they don't have no, any. Absolutely no, absolutely not. No, no. Okay. The uh, Google so, pe- people know them uh, based on the internet. But by the way, AT and T's profit margins the last quarter, and this is good for them. We're we're actually twelve percent. That's actually not bad, but. It's nowhere near thirty. <laughs> yeah. If you get in, if you get in a pricing war, who wins the twelve percent profit margin or the thirty percent profit margin? Yeah. yeah. You you can do, Google can discount their pricing by half, and still have a higher profit margin than AT and T will have. Yeah. And by the way, AT and T's margins. Uh, range over the past and going back to 2005 from a minus 11.8% up to a 45. The 45 is just a, that's a one-time thing where they sold something. But so their average margins over time are a, uh, right around 10% or so. And here I'll, I'll, yeah, I'm going to look it up real quickly. Okay. So I'm going to profit margin quarterly. Uh, Google's uh, over the past five years. Google spends a lot of money, by the way. Yeah, if they wanted to bump that up, that's the other thing. They they've got a lot more uh, free cash flow. Anyway, the average is twenty. The minimum they uh, Google lost money one year in the last five years. Uh, yeah. Profit margin was my, and by the way, that's not you know that's an accounting loss. That's when they make these big acquisitions or spend a lot of money on something. Um, they get to write that off. Hey, I got to take a real quick commercial break. Do you want to hang on? Yeah, yeah, I'll hang on. Okay. All right, you're listening to Bill Bullington right here on 1420 The Answer. Stay tuned because I'll be right back. Do you ever find yourself saying, I need a vacation? Vacation Fixation can help. At Vacation Fixation, we specialize in all-inclusive trips and cruises to Mexico, the Caribbean, and Disney vacations. Why choose us? Our clients book through Vacation Fixation because they are frustrated with online trip brokers and timeshare scams. Whether it's a weekend getaway, a family trip, spring break, or honeymoon, Vacation Fixation will personalize a trip just for you. Want to know the hottest destinations in Cancun, Punta Cana, Jamaica, or Puerto Vallarta? Interested in room upgrades, beach reviews, or details about resort restaurants? How about finding a trip with a direct flight? At Vacation Fixation, we take all of your specific travel requests and shop our suppliers to find the best deal. What's the cost? Our suppliers pay us so you don't have to. Call 330-573-8147 for more details. Or you can visit our website at vacationfixation.com. Or check out the deal of the day on Facebook, Vacation Fixation. 
Bob Vila here with my home improvement tip of the day. How much snow on the roof is too much? That depends a lot on the way your roof was constructed. Steep and smooth roofs tend to shed snow easily, while roofs that are only slightly pitched or flat tend to collect big drifts. Another important factor is the weight of the snow. Removing a heavy snow load can be tricky. If you have a multi-story house, you'd best not be climbing up and down icy cold ladders to dizzying heights. Better to leave that to licensed insured pros who have the right equipment to get the job done right. On the other hand, if you have a single-story home, you can use a long telescoping snow rake to pull snow off the roof. One caution, though, rakes that come into contact with shingles can do a lot of damage, so look for sturdy models with small rollers that keep the edge of the rake away from the shingles. Finally, before you start pulling snow off the roof, put some thought into where the snow is going to land. You don't want to damage your plants. Get more info at BobVila.com and right here at home with me, Bob Vila. Hugh Hewitt sees a strong case for Trump in 2020. It's going to be very tough to beat Donald Trump because people like jobs, people like economic growth. Moreover, the never-Trumpers are trapped in never-Trumpism. It's like they dug themselves a deep, deep hole, and the first rule of holes is stop digging, but they can't because they hate him. The people who hate on President Trump just can't get over it. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 6, right before Bob France at 9, on AM 1420, The Answer. A powerful threat calls for a greater response. Not tomorrow. Not in a few years. But right now. Some battles must be faced together. Cancer fighters stand up to cancer every day. And you can be part of this battle too. Visit standuptocancer.org slash American Airlines to learn more. Together, we can save lives. Looking for a great way to save on taxes? Look no more. Just call Our Lady of the Wayside at 1-800-368-6262 and ask about their car donation program. It's simple and it works for everyone involved. You donate your ride, you write off the selling price, and the money goes to help the physically and mentally challenged citizens served by Our Lady of the Wayside. The number to call, 1-800-368-6262. Will you want more, so get more. Donate your ride to Our Lady of the And we're back. Hey, John, you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, now let's see if I understand this. In other words, Google's getting into this kind of thing that AT&T's already been in for some time. Yeah, they're already in it. Yeah, they're already in it. So mm-hmm. didn't they have to invest in this infrastructure you were talking about no, to get into it? absolutely not. They're using the new stuff. That's why when you go down south, you know how much, you see how much nicer the roads are there? When you drive down south, if you're not, if you don't know that the night the roads are nicer there, you're not paying attention. <laughs> so the uh, the roads are nicer there because a lot of their well, roads well, are. Well, the weather has something to do with that. That does have so something to do with it. Yes, but the vast yeah. majority of them are much newer. I can tell you, I lived in Tennessee, so I know for sure. I caught okay. the bus on a gravel road. People in yeah. this, people up here, don't know what a gravel road is. Yeah, but the uh, uh, reality is a lot of the infrastructure in the south is newer than it is in the north the north was industrialized a much longer time period 
So the uh, you know you go in Cleveland and you see some of the old uh, infrastructure there that they're still using. You're going, wow, you know that that's all legacy stuff, and they don't want to buy the new stuff. Uh, there are so many reasons. I mean, they're 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 kind of hamstrung there, and it's not like they can't. I mean, uh, AT and T is still viable business. Uh, actually, it's in one of the models that I own, so I'll own it because it meets the criteria of that particular model which is totally yeah. foreign to an awful lot of people, but it's called discipline, even though I'm not a big fan of AT&T because it's, it meets the criteria. Now, once it no longer meets the criteria, I have no problem selling it. It's, it's going to go yeah. away. So, well, I've, I've owned it for years, mm-hmm. but you've cast a shadow of doubt in my mind here. You know, so, Well, the, uh, in the long run, and, you know, AT&T actually peaked at $51 back in 1999. It's at $32 today. Okay, so yeah. if, if you weren't reinvesting your dividend, now if you reinvested your dividend, you actually did fairly well. But if you were spending the dividend, um, you know, it was 52 bucks 18 years ago, 19 years ago. Now it's at 32 Yeah, yeah it's so. projected to go up to 39 here by... Uh, by somebody uh, with a crystal ball that works? <laughs> 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 That's what you got to have. For that, that thing's I been. Tell you who, but, you know, it, it's it's been up and down. It was back at that price in 2007, by the way, and uh, it was also that price in uh, 1997. So yeah. that, that that's really and and the average range for an average stock on the New York Stock Exchange is 50 percent a year. So whoever made that predict prediction is looking at what the average ranges are and said, "All right, it'll probably be around here." The yeah, and that's you know that's funny. But it's All okay. right. Well, I think I'll hang on to it for the time being. Yeah, you know, that's one of those stocks where, um, for the time being, I guess, uh, you could always sell calls against it, too. And one of these days, I'm going to get this guy to come on the radio with me because uh, he's a uh, he's an options expert. And uh, if you're selling calls against a stock like, like AT&T, you get the 6% dividend, you're probably going to get somewhere between 15 and 20% on call premium. What's wrong with that? Well... Except calls, something has to happen in a period of time or you're really no. screwed, right? No, you're hoping that the stock stays the same. If, oh. you're, if you're selling calls, you're selling the right for somebody to buy you the stock at a higher price than it's trading for today, and they're paying you for that. And then you get yeah. to, you're, so you have the stock, you keep the 6% dividend, and then you keep the premium for that. Now, if the stock goes up, you're going to have to deliver that stock. If it goes up a lot, then you say, well, I missed a couple points on the stock. My response is buy it back and sell another call. Just keep oh, doing that over and over again. But, uh, yeah. but see, that's a lot like effort. <laughs> well, you're getting into a world that I, I don't, you know, fully yeah. understand. I mean, yeah. you know, that I, sure. that, that, that I don't deal in. I'm a simple buy and sell guy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. Okay. All right. Well, thanks, Bill. Oh, hey, thanks for calling. Have a good weekend. Yeah, you too. Bye. Oh man, I gotta uh, work on my tone. <laughs> the uh, but yeah, the uh, I think if if you are looking to do covered calls, AT and T is probably a pretty decent stock. Here's the thing: it's just over one time sales. Um, their profit margins fluctuate a lot. I think they've got a. Uh, uh, it's it's a decent company. Like I said, it's it's in one of the models that I run, so I own it. The uh, and I wouldn't own it if it weren't decent. 
But it's a relatively small piece of the total package of my total portfolio. In fact, it's a very small piece, but it is a piece. And I know that um, can be difficult for some people to understand. Uh, but what you do when you're managing money, if you're, you know, if you want to do it this way, I should say, is you develop a set of rules that you follow. Why would you develop a set of rules? Well, because trying to decide whether or not AT&T is going to beat out Google or whether Google is going to beat out AT&T or Verizon or any number of other competitors uh, is something that you just won't be able to know the answer to until it's too late. So instead of trying to figure out the unfigurable, you come up with a set of rules that you're going to use to make your buy and sell decisions for you. And uh, you can call that whatever you want. I just call it disciplined investing. And they've got a list of rules, and you're going to follow those rules. Now, you can have multiple models, multiple sets of rules, which I really like to do. Some people just like one. I just want to keep this as simple as possible. Yeah. I forgot how to turn my phone off. <laughs> the uh, uh, Anyway, so you develop a set of rules that you're going to use to follow for that portion of your portfolio. And that's, you know, those are the things we'll be talking about at that seminar because the sets of rules that some people are following to manage money also happen to reduce the potential tax liability. What's wrong with that? You're going to have a set of rules and one of the, and you want to incorporate your aversion to paying taxes. Now, I have a much different attitude on taxes. I know I pay more in taxes than 90% of the population does. I know I do. I know where I fall in that category. And I'm not really all that upset by that, but that's me. I'm not upset by that. I'm glad to be paying the taxes because it means I made the money to have to pay those taxes. And unless the tax rate goes to 110%, I still have something left over after I paid my taxes. <laughs> Do I wish they were lower? They're a little lower now. Do I think they're too high? I don't know. I really don't. I really haven't given that much thought to that. I know some people, you know, and that's a personal opinion. I talk to people all the time who have lots of money. I mean, lots of money. And for them, any taxes are too much. They're all too much. So probably one of the reasons they have lots of money because they were investing and saving for the future, but taxes really, really bother them. So they would be really interested in learning what we're going to be talking about at that workshop. Again, that's Saturday morning, July 14th. Like how I tied that in there? <laughs> July 14th, Saturday morning, 830, no cost to attend. You can go to my website or call us 330-664-0700 and uh, it'll be fun. I promise. So if you don't learn anything, maybe you'll get a joke or two. Uh, maybe you might not like my jokes, so I, I shouldn't promise anything about that, but I'll try. <laughs> I will try. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's really funny that everybody's got different attitudes towards taxes. And oftentimes I'll see some articles written by people who are really smart. I mean, these guys are CPAs holding really high positions and I'm reading the articles and they hate taxes so much that literally they'd rather make less money. And a lot of them do. A lot of them do things to make less money to avoid paying taxes. And I think it's, uh, that's kind of funny. 
that's the tax tail wagging the dog. So I think they're everything in balance, just just balance. You know, don't get overly upset. How many things can you do? Well, they're not as many as there used to be. You know, Congress has done a really good job of reducing or eliminating a lot of the write-offs. So these are still some of the ones that are still left. And by the way, I'm not licensed to give tax advice, so don't take anything I say uh, for granted. Make sure you talk to your tax advisors and discuss these things. It's, it's very important. It's important that you talk to somebody who's actually uh, trained and licensed to give out income tax advice or to prepare tax returns. Yeah, we're just going to go over some ideas that people use um, that are interested in learning about ideas on how to avoid having to pay massive taxes. No, I can tell you that there are lots of uh, mistakes that get made, and just avoiding those is kind of a good deal. And one of the mistakes, one of the mistakes I see of people that have highly appreciated stock, you've got stock that. You don't even know what the cost basis is. By the way, we can figure that out for you. We have a service that we use. Um, so if you have questions and you're a client, uh, because it does cost us money, the service costs us every time we use it. But we can figure out what the cost of your stock is. The, uh, you only need a little bit of information. And uh, it's pretty interesting how that works. But anyway, the uh, some of the mistakes I see people making, and sometimes I've, and I've seen a lot of estates where um, the estate planners came in and said, nope, we don't want to sell that yet because it'll cost us too much in taxes. And then the prices on the stocks dropped more than they would have paid in taxes. And by the way, they're still going to have to pay taxes. <laughs> so that really doesn't work well. Anyway, now that I hear the music, that means the, uh, the show is absolutely over. Don't worry, I'll be back here next week, Saturday morning, 11 to noon. You're listening to Bill Bullington right here on 1420. Have a good week, everybody. Good luck and good investing. You just caught another edition of the Bullington Capital Report, broadcasting every Saturday at 11 a.m. on AM 1420, The Answer. If you have a question and you'd like to speak to Bill personally, you can call him at 330-664-0700. That's 330-664-0700. Or online at BullingtonCapital.com. That's BullingtonCapital.com. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Therefore, no current or prospective client should assume that the future performance of any specific investment, investment strategy, including the investments and or investment strategies recommended and or purchased by advisor or product made reference to directly or indirectly will be profitable. Different types of investment involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment will either be suitable or profitable for a client's investment portfolio. No client or prospective client should assume that any information presented serves as the receipt of or substitute for personalized investment advice from the advisor or any other investment professional. The preceding program has been paid for by Bullington Capital Management, LLC. The preceding program's views, claims, or representations may not reflect those of AM 1420 The Answer or Salem Media Group. So here's a great question. How much would you save if you joined MediShare for your health care program? The typical savings for a family is about $500 a month. You might save more. Tammy left a major company and needed a new way ahead for her family. She'd heard about the savings with MediShare, but was wondering about the network of providers. Once 
we started the program, I have not had to switch one doctor for myself or for my kids. So we, all the doctors that we were previously with were all in Medishare. And she says the process has been fantastic. I got off the phone and I was like, that's what it should be like. It was a pleasurable experience. Um, an encouraging experience at that. MediShare might be just the thing you're looking for for your family, your budget. Use the savings for other things. Why not get your questions answered? Find out how much you can save. You can call right now, 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. 844-41-BIBLE. Hey, Bob France here for my good friends at Kowalski Ford. Listen, if you're in the market for a new car, you're probably going to shop at a lot of places. What I'm going to ask you to do for your own benefit is to shop at Kowalski Ford as well. Just include them in your trip. It would be very presumptuous of me to tell you where to buy your car. That's a personal decision. But I want you to experience what Kowalski has to offer. If you like large dealerships with a ton of salespeople all competing for your business because they have sales quotas, go somewhere else. But if you'd rather be treated like a member of the family, get to Kowalski Ford on Lake Road in Avon Lake, one mile west of Route 83. Kowalski Ford, get there. I'm Hugh Hewitt. This week in the Town Hall Review, brought to you in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy and ADF, the Alliance Defending Freedom. The midterms are heating up. Will the dreams of mainstream media for a Republican disaster come to pass? Uh, I don't think anybody really has a good grasp on what's going to happen in November. Not willing to let their classmates' deaths be forgotten, Parkland students stage their, quote, die in it. Public. Publics gets hurt much worse by gun owners than anti-gun activists. The border children tragedy is real. It is unclear exactly who is to blame. They were placed with a vetted sponsor, so if they're lost, they're lost from that sponsor, not lost from us. And the NFL's new policy on the national anthem appears to be, well, less than acceptable. With these guys that are standing in the locker room, you're basically putting a scarlet letter on them. Join us for our program. Visit our website at townhallreview.com. Saturday at 5 a.m. and Sunday at 4 p.m. on AM 1420, The Answer. Hi, I'm Danica Patrick. Watching my nieces grow, play, and learn is amazing, but not every child gets to be carefree. One in six kids in the U.S. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 